Welcome to the Valley Hoops Insider Podcast, part of the Valley Hoops Insider website. Harry Schrader with you, Josh Schertz, the head coach of the Indiana State Sycamores. They are the number one seed in the CBI tournament, the College Basketball Insider. Uh, super excited to have you with us today, Josh, and and congratulations on playing postseason basketball. I know that you guys had to make a decision. You and I talked in St. Louis that you really wanted to continue to play uh, no matter what happened in St. Louis, but what went into that decision to continue to play down in Florida? Well, obviously, you know, we, we had to start looking at it almost, you know, six weeks ago. And, um, you know, we really batted it back and forth. You hope uh, it, it is so hard um, the way it is constructed to get into uh, obviously the NCAA tournament or the NIT, uh, as you saw, I think, um, you know, there was only what five, uh, you know, at large bids that weren't given to a power five um, or power six. Um, and the NIT, um, you know, was, was more of the same. You know, I think Wisconsin was the lowest uh, net team in at 80 and, and they're hosting Bradley, who's ahead of, you know, what I mean, and Toledo's going on the road. So uh, they make it extremely difficult to get at large NIT as well. And, you know, we were we were, I think, 91, 92 in the net um, and uh, just, you know, right on the outside but to me the opportunity for us uh to play in the postseason there, there was a lot of reasons to do it and the cbi uh you know was the third event when you know you're it's not the ncaa it's not the nit but it's a it's postseason um indiana state's not played in the postseason since 2014. um we haven't won a postseason game since 2001. um so the opportunity to compete we have six seniors that have really um, given a lot to try to, you know, uh, lay a foundation for this program. I mean, we're in year two, um, but guys like that have been incredibly loyal to us, you know, Cooper Nice, Cam Henry, Kalik Stevens, uh, those guys, you know, stayed after a 20 loss season, came back, they all graduated, could have left the three new guys that we brought in, you know, with Voss and, and, and Kate and Trent. So to give those guys an opportunity to, to you know, compete and, and reward them for what they've done for us. And then, of course, there's, um, you know, Indiana State, when you look at it, it's, it's history. Uh, they had a, a fairly decent team in 78, 79, I believe. That won they were pretty good. In a row. They were okay. <laughs> and, uh, and then the second most wins in Division One history is 23. Wow. And so this group has a chance, you know, in, in the CBI, we're at 22 right now to, you know, have the second most wins in Division One history. And, the, and, and I think this group individually and collectively has some things it still wants to accomplish. So it made a lot of sense for us to, to do this on a lot of levels. I know this tournament uh, requires some uh, financial outlay by the university. And so uh, your university had to sign off and say, yeah, we want to invest in the program. And that's a big statement coming from Sherrard and other people. Yeah, it is because, you know, it was something where, where, where this is not a, a cheap deal. You know, you do have to invest in it. And, and we've been really fortunate. Our, our, the community, um, even last year, uh, when, when we were, were not very good, um, you know, we, we didn't set many records on the court, uh, maybe losses, but, but we did, uh, we did fundraise, uh, set, you know, new, new, uh, highs in fundraising and new marks in our, our fundraising for men's basketball. And that's continued into this year with the community has been fantastic in terms of getting behind it. Uh, Terre Haute's a, you know, you know, relatively a small town. Um, but it, there's a great connection between the community and the basketball program that, that predates me. Um, you know, certainly Coach Lansing and those guys, Coach Waltman, I mean, uh, going all the way back, um, you know, it, it, there, there's a lot of connection there. And, and that's been for decades. And so 
they've really gotten behind the program, supported. And, and again, the school signing off was a big step because it, it is expensive and you do have to invest. But we felt like with all the reasons I mentioned before, that it was an investment worth making for us at this time. Hopefully it's, and it's been a springboard. I talked to, uh, I talked to Darren about it, you know, at length uh, at, at Drake, Darren DeVries. And, and, you know, he talked about what a great experience it was for his team last year uh, on a number of levels and hopefully a springboard. Dusty May at Florida Atlantic spoke with him, you know, those guys, you know, so there's been a lot of teams that have used it. I know Loyola years ago won it and then, you know, mm-hmm. it was a springboard for them. So we hope this can be, uh, you know, a, 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 you know, a jump off, a, a propel us forward uh, with the opportunity to go to Daytona. Uh, what do you know about USC Upstate? I'll be honest with you. I wondered what part of Southern California they were in, but they're in <laughs> South Carolina. I had to do some digging. Tell me what you know about the USC Upstate. Well, they are, uh, you know, so I, I spent a lot of time in, in Tennessee and North Carolina, so I was familiar with them. They were Division II uh, when, when we were at LMU back in the days and, and made the jump. So, um, but no, they are... Um, you know, a team that, that is really dangerous to think, um, you know, you look at some of their numbers, uh, they, they, they force a ton of turnovers. They're top 25 in the country in shot block rate. Um, very, very aggressive defensively. Um, you know, you look at UNC Astro, who's a trendy pick to, to you know, make a run here in March Madness. Uh, the last, you know, they beat them and then they lost them by four in the in the semifinals of the Big South tournament and and had the lead in the final five minutes in that game almost beat them back to back and so uh 17 win team um got really good guard in, in Justin Ganey had another guard in Broadnax that's that's a really good player as well uh they got size and size athleticism um so it's going to be a good test I don't know you know they seed them based on you know your net and so um but they've you look at them they, they had a, a rough patch in the middle but they've won seven out of nine uh, here down the stretch and are playing their best basketball. So we got to be ready to go uh, Saturday morning at 11. And, and anytime you're coming to a postseason tournament, plus two weeks off, uh, you know, is a lot. So we'll, we have to be ready to go some uh, Saturday morning. I was just complaining to Cody Cunston, your SID. Uh, you're the number one seed and you got like 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning. Like what, <laughs> how did that happen? Yeah, I, I, you know, we got we got uh, we got an early morning shoot around. We've got on Friday, we got the 11 o'clock game. I think they do it because they, 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 they think it's rest. But I don't know the last time I've tipped off a game before noon. <laughs> I, I can't even I don't even know. I'm thinking I've been 15 years a head coach. So I have no idea. Uh, it's going to be an early, early morning, but it's going to be uh, that's another kind of uh, wrench into it. It's going to be unique with this whole trip. We're going to try to honestly uh starting on on thursday do everything in the morning to try to make sure we're as ready to go on saturday morning as possible you mentioned they block a lot of shots smith and Njai block a lot of shots you mentioned those guards ganey and broad who can who can really fill it up they shoot the three uh this is a pretty good basketball team isn't it yeah it really is it's a you know it, it's one where you know you always look at you know you look at overall record you say well 17 and 16 and but Go back to those last nine games, you know, seven wins and two losses, um, both losses uh, down the wire. I think one by two and one by four. And that game in the Big South semifinals with Asheville, you know, they controlled a lot of that game. They led it at halftime. All three times they played Asheville, they led it at halftime. All three games were super close. Uh, they beat them the one time and then they lost, you know, in the, in the semis there by four, but had the lead with five to play. So they they are a unique team. They, they force a ton of turnovers. Uh, they do a great job there. They protect the rim at a high level. Um, so, so our ability to handle pressure, those things, their guards 
both those guards can really score. And then they got enough pieces around them that they keep you honest. Then they got five guys averaging over seven points a game. Uh, and so they, they have enough pieces around you, and they, and they do a good job when you look at them on the defensive end of, of turning over, protecting the rim, and then that triggers their transition. And they're not a, a super fast-paced team, but they run opportunistically in transition, and they're capable of making threes. And there's not the, the, the two guys you know, really shoot it a ton, but they've got other guys that's pretty well dispersed, kind of like ours, where you got you know Voss and Coop make a lot, but then we got a lot of other guys who are capable, and that makes it hard to guard. Uh, I'm a, a coach tree kind of guy. And so coach Dickerson used to, we worked with Thad Mata for a while. He was a head coach at Tulane. The, he's not a pup that doesn't know what he's doing. He's, he's used to do, going in the wars. Yeah, no, no question. You look at them. They, they played the postseason last year and, and went to app state in the first round and beat app state on the road and then lost at South Alabama by four. Um, he's, he's taken USC upstate to new heights. I mean, you look at the program when he inherited it. Um, they had made the transition to Division One. They had, they had been a good Division Two program, struggled in the transition. And he came in, and he's really built that thing from the ground up. I think their best two years have been the last two. This has been their best, I think, their best team and their best year uh, since the transition to Division One back, you know, 13 years ago. So, as you said, he's, he's he's been a head coach for a long time. He's worked under some great head coaches. Um, he's been at the Power Five level. Um, but he's done a really good job with his team. You can watch them play and you know, it jumps off to you how athletic they are and how hard they play. Um, those things pop off the page. Uh, talk to me about your guys. A, number one, sometimes, you know, things pop up. Oh, so-and-so twisted his ankle in practice yesterday. Is everybody healthy? That's number one. Yeah, everybody is healthy. We, we uh, you know, we, we took five days off um, and came back because we were, you know, talking to, to, to Jeff Jackson and, and Chris a little bit, Reynolds. We were kind of you know, there's a chance, depending on who declined, we'd be in the NIT. We want, so we came back and gave them off, you know, Sunday through Thursday. We got some shooting work out in Friday, and then we practiced Saturday and Sunday. That way, if we were in the NIT and the slim chance we were, we could practice and get ready to play. If we were going to be in the CBI, we were going to take off Monday and then get to work today. So that's how it turned out. But we're we're healthy, um, you know, knock on wood. So I'm going to knock on wood. But, uh, you know, the big key is making it to Saturday and, and making sure we're, we get there. And and it's a weird deal. You know, you take five days off, so you got to kind of build back conditioning and and, and knock off the rust. But you also uh, you got to make sure you're prepared. But you also got to make sure you're fresh to play because, you know, if things go well, you're playing four games in five days. So it's a lot of basketball ahead of us if we can if we can play well enough to, to advance. Uh, I just have to say this. I, I had the privilege of announcing both of your games at Arch Madness, both of them, two of them. Yep. And uh, and and the Belmont game was as fun a game as I have ever announced in my entire life. I mean, it was so fun. I mean, you guys <laughs> were playing at a high level. They were playing at a high level. People might think nobody was, you know, it was Matador defense, but it wasn't. Guys were playing hard on the defensive end. And, and I don't know, did you, do you ever sit back in a game like that and just go, wow, I'm, I'm a part of this really cool thing. Yeah, I actually, it, you know, there's been two games in my life that I've kind of like, just, you take a step back and you're like this, the, the level of play is extraordinary. And uh, Belmont was one. I had a game in West Liberty, Jim Crutchfield is a great coach playing the final four. And it was uh one Oh three, one Oh two. And it was regulation and just the same thing where, yeah, the, the the person who looks at the box score says, well, just two teams who didn't guard at all, and it was just everybody was Olay, and, and yeah, like you said, matter our defense and it's layups, and 
But when you go back and look at the shot making of both those teams, mm. uh, not a contested shots that were made. I mean, it was two teams. It was like the old um, Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, uh, you know, commercial where they did the, you know, <laughs> off the bridge, through the doors up and nothing but net. It was just like I'm watching Ben Shepard and Cooper Nice go toe to toe down the stretch. And, and Shepard hits that remarkably. It's the bank shot. And then the really tough wing three contested. And then Coop comes down from a 28 feet. We're calling a play and he just pulls it and drills it. And I mean, it was it was an extraordinary basketball game. You talk about two teams that, you know, obviously have a lot of skilled guys on it. But the competitiveness and the competitive will, that was one of two times in my career that I almost just took a step back. And was like, this is so cool to watch. And you almost become a spectator in the game. And it was the same way. I didn't announce this game, but I thought your Bradley game was similar. I mean, obviously it, it, it you know, didn't end the way you would want it to, but I, I, again, I took moments during that game and I thought this is high level basketball. Like I just, I felt, I, I told this to Brian Wardle, I felt privileged just to watch the game between the Braves and the Sycamores that day. I thought the, the style of play, the intensity, the, the, you mentioned shot making, the skill level, all of those things. I, I thought, man, this is Missouri Valley basketball is as good as we want it. Yeah, no, it was, it was, you had two teams that day that were just, you know, I have so much respect for coach Wardle and, and the Bradley program. You know, I think they're, um, you know, what he's built there, the culture, you could tell how bought in the guys are. And, and, uh, and, and, and there, I always think like when you talk about the most physical team in the league, you know, I, I you don't, Bradley's probably the top of that list in a league that's exceptionally physical mm. Uh, and, and there's no knock, you know, Southern Illinois right there. There's a couple teams you put at the top end of that, but but Bradley's at the very top of that list of like, man, you know, teams that are unbelievably physical, tough, mentally tough, great competitive will. Um, and and that game, you know, it was just back and forth, back and forth. And 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 we came out of the gates, guns blazing, and hit a ton of threes early. And you know, with Bradley, I mean, they're 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 an elite defensive team. You know, you're not gonna get uh, you know, you're not going to do that all game long. But, you know, our, I thought our guys showed an incredible resolve. You know, we got down 11 or 12 there in the second half, and it looked like we could have folded third game in three days. Coming off the Belmont game, we were gassed. And I, I just thought, you know, the way we fought and the, the plays we made those final few minutes. And I really thought when, uh, you know, Cam had a couple of great offensive rebounds and made some toughness plays against him. Yes. The, the toughest player in our league to me is Jay Sean Henry. I mean, just about like Sturts is right there with him. Those guys are like, and just about physical toughness and Cam going in and making a couple plays against Jay Sean Henry, who, you know, I have so much respect for. And we cut that to two and then we get the stop and Voss makes that three. And I really thought at that point, I was like, you know, we're going to, you know, we're going to get this done. I mean, and, and, and I, I loved our fight and I, you know, we, we, you know, just bounced the ball. I mean, you got to give Bradley credit. I mean, they, they, uh, you know, Leones makes a great play. Drew runs through him, but it was a terrific basketball game. I, you know, other than the wrong team winning in my estimation, but <laughs> it was a, it was a great basketball game. And just like the, the Belmont game, I mean, in the Valley, um, this league, I mean, this is why you come here. I always say as a, as a coach, you hate it as a competitor, you love it because yeah. the challenge is night in night out. I mean, you go from Belmont in that game to Bradley. And if we had somehow gotten through that, all you got to do is go through Drake, right? To, to win the thing. I mean, <laughs> piece of cake. You know, yeah, piece of cake, right? So easy a caveman. You know, like it is It is so brutally difficult, but that's what you want. That's why you come here is to take on these challenges and it makes you better. And, um, you know, that's 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 the piece. 
those games were as, as good as I've been a part of. And like you said, you're privileged to to be a part of them and whether it's coaching, announcing there. And, and I felt the same way. Uh, the CBI is a, you mentioned it can be grueling. There's a lot of games and all of that, and you want to go win and you want to bring home a trophy and all of that. Will you also take the opportunity to make some guy, make sure some guys, I don't know, get more playing opportunity in that kind of environment thinking beyond this particular tournament and next season? Yeah, it's, it'll be a balance. I think I may, I may look at some things. I, you're trying to balance, you know, you're going there to win uh, because you want to do that by the seniors and you want to give yourself the best chance to win. And those guys, you know, we have a, a number of guys that are going to want to play beyond and their opportunity to do some things individually to, you know, help themselves. You want to make sure you're doing that. We talked about collectively, you know, the opportunity to, to, to achieve some pretty cool things here. When you look at historically at Indiana state, but yeah, you want to look at when, if you get a chance, there's really, we look at our, our returning guys. There's two guys who haven't gotten a ton of opportunity, and that's really, you know, Mason Miller and Rob Martin that are, you know, we expect back. And and those are two guys that, you know, if I can find ways to get them on the floor there at the CBI, I'm going to take advantage of that. doesn't mean they're going to play a ton of minutes, but, you know, in the game will dictate a little bit in terms of how much. But I, I would like to be able to get a, a bigger look at them because – you know, Zach Hobbs and Xavier Bledson and Jason Kent and Robbie Avila and, and, and Julian Larry, those guys, I've seen them enough to know what we have and what what those guys bring to the table. It's really those two guys, uh, Mason Miller, Rob Martin, that would be returning. That's part of the joys of having six seniors is, you know, half the roster were just 13. You know, half of them are, are you know, are, are, are going to be gone. So we want to do it. I think we can do both. Uh, and that's the plan is to try to do everything we can to win. We want to win the tournament and 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 put our best foot forward, but also want to try to give some of those guys a little longer look. You know that I'm a Missouri Valley Conference apologist, and so uh, before I let you go, when you think through this week, you know uh, Bradley's in the NIT as we talk here on Tuesday. They play tonight, um, and uh, obviously uh, the Bulldogs, you know, are playing, you know, in the NCAA tournament. Are, 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 do you have enough time to even privately root for those other Valley teams that are playing in postseason activity? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you, you pull for the Valley. I, I think the Valley, um, you know, I don't, I don't know how you would gauge this. I can't think of a league that's more underrated nationally that doesn't get, I mean, you know, Drake, Bradley, I know they're going to go out and, 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 and show well. I mean, they're both in tough situations. I mean, Bradley's got to go to Wisconsin where, you know, almost nobody wins. And really, it probably should be flipped. You know, right. Wisconsin should be coming to Bradley. Uh, but there's money and all that stuff involved in that. So, um, and, and you know, and then you're looking at Drake's situation. They got a really, you know, a tough matchup with Miami, who I think is is dynamic. Um, but I'm going to be tuned in to both those games. I'll be watching Bradley tonight. I'll be watching my LMU rail splitters as well, because they're in the <laughs> regional finals. So I'll be watching the LMU rail splitters. I'll be watching the Bradley Braves and pulling for both those teams. And then Thursday, I'll be tuned in, um, you know, uh, you know, to, to Drake's game. And, and uh, it'll be a travel day for us, but I'm going to have that on. And you, you want to see those guys succeed because you want to see the Valley get the credit uh, it deserves. And, and, and our end, we got to do our part by going to CBI and performing. I know it's not the same uh, level of, of prestige or scrutiny as it is for the NCAA or NIT, but it's postseason play. And we want to represent the Valley in a first-class way. And this league this year, I mean, you've done it you know, for a long time to have five teams that won 20 plus games in the regular season before St. Louis to have, you know, the quality of games you had in, in St. Louis, uh, two of which we were a part of 
Um, I think we have, you know, at least five teams in this league that that could have, you know, if they were given an opportunity in the NCAA tournament, have, have, have had a chance to win games. And, totally and um, so, you know, and I, I just think people don't necessarily look at it that way. Um, but I do being in it. And uh, and I so I'm pulling for Drake and Bradley. And certainly uh, we want to go do our part in uh, in Daytona. Last question, because I know yeah, I've got a heart that Cody, she's riding me hard. I know I got to let you go. Um, <laughs> so final question, though, when you step back and I and you have, you know, a handful more games left. But when you step back from this season, what is is the Belmont game or some other opportunity? Is there going to be what's the I don't know, what's the Josh shirts? happy thought of this season like you step back and this is what i'm most pleased about i think probably you know what overall thought would be well i mean from a game standpoint the belmont game just seeing our fans there and how much it meant to them uh you know to to you know win a game like that to get the semifinals the support we had in st louis was incredible um and i I was really really i know our guys were too incredibly appreciative of that um you know, it's it's a I think from the overall happy thought, though, I mean, is is just you, you're when you come into a new situation, transitions are always hard. Right. I mean, they're hard for everybody. They're hard for players they are hard for coaches. Um, you know, I took over. We've talked about this. I took over for a guy who was very successful here at Indiana State. That's a really unique situation. Most times you take over, take over for a program that's broken and mm-hmm. you're having, a, you know, and, and we did him. But we also had to start from scratch. Uh, because we didn't have, you know, uh, you know, the, the, those guys. So, you know, and, and when you do transition, you're building it from, from scratch. And so to me, um, my happy thought will be that these seniors have helped really create a great foundation for how we want to compete and how we want to operate and a blueprint for, uh, you know, the way we need to build moving forward. And they've given these younger guys that are going to return uh, such a great roadmap for, for, cause you look at our team this year, um, I think we lost in league uh, four games at a lead in the final possession. I mean, the Drake buzzer beater, mm. right? Belmont, two seconds to go. The Bradley game, we missed the three against Missouri State to win the game down there in the corner. Uh, four games in the league that we lost that we had the lead or had a chance to lead the final possession. And those, you know, and I, we talked about this back in September, um, and this is where we got to grow. You got to be able to win those close games. You got to be able to. That's the difference in for us 22 wins and 26 or 27 wins uh, right now. But those seniors, to me, to go from 11 wins to 22 wins and hopefully more, to go from four conference wins to 13, the the roadmap and blueprint that they've set down, that is a foundation that we can build upon moving forward. And it's going to help us in so many different ways, but it certainly helps these returners and it hopefully help us in recruiting and gives us, again, the way they competed, the, the way they cared, the Belmont game, I mean, the Bradley, this team fights tooth and nail to the end every single time they take the floor. And that's a great piece to build on. And it's the most important piece to build on if you're going to succeed at the Missouri Valley level. Wish you all the best this week in Florida. I guess you can get a tan after you got that early game. You can go out and hit the beach or whatever. But uh, well, really- yeah, I'm going to be that's 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 it. Well, with, with my with my skin, I think my wife's going to have me up with a 200 SPF uh, sunblock and a, and a bucket hat. And so I'll hit the beach, but I won't be I won't be uh, I'll be getting no sun uh, if Natalia has her way. So but thank you, Harry, for everything. We The job you do, the platform you give our, our programs and the work you do for the Valley is is remarkable. I know I've told you that, but I'm, I'm so appreciative. I know our our players are as well, which do is 
is fantastic. And it gives our guys and coaches a lot of self-gratification and be really, really grateful for everything you do. Well, you're kind. I, I was super impressed. I was down at your place to do a game. And and uh, about a year ago, I had done an interview with Cooper and I don't expect anybody to know me. I'm a nobody, you know, and he, during practice, he walks over, says, hi, Harry, how you doing? I'm like, you're not supposed to know who I am. That just tells me what kind of guy he is, you know, and what, what, you know, kind of players you guys have and, and, and are throughout the league. You know, I, I've had different people do the same thing and, and I just think it's amazing and uh, love the league. Listen, wish you all the best win a bunch of games this weekend, bring home a trophy for the uh, Sycamore fans. Thank you so much, Harry. Appreciate you. Thanks again for everything. Thank you. That's Josh Schertz. I'm Harry Schrader. This is the Valley Hoops Insider Podcast. Remember, since you've been there, make it a better place. We'll see you again real soon.